this may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Welcome, Welcome to oh, we're both Welcome talking. to the news. Look, this is this is the only opportunity I'm going to have to talk because I don't have any. News. You're right because we right. got go, hungry go, bride news hippo. Go, yep. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's me gobbling up that news. Mm-hmm. I'm just nom, 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 here to nom, introduce nom. Bry, the news hippo. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I wrote. Uh, I did a lot of news notes, so I'm just. Yeah, how dare you do over. all the work? How dare yep. I? You son um, of a bitch. <laughs> so uh, it's Monday, October 16th, or at least it is when you're listening to this. Uh, we'll start off with uh, some sad news. Uh, the most, you know, the biggest news story would probably be that uh, Keith Giffen has passed away at the age of 70. Mm-hmm. He passed away on October 9th. Yeah. Um, I think complications are from a stroke is what I had heard, which is uh, very sad news because he's obviously a, a massively like prolific, influential you know, honestly, a legend in comics. He, uh, a writer and artist. Um, he's co-creator of Lobo, uh, Rocket Raccoon, Jaime Reyes. He completely created uh, Ambush Bug, uh, a character that I have a lot of uh, fondness for. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, has worked on just a mil... Like, obviously, he was one of the architects of the whole Justice League International era. Yes, um, that's, that's an amazing stint. That alone yeah. should just cement him a spot in legendary status. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, a lot of Legion of Superheroes as well. Um, it's funny, I've, I've been... Me and my wife are kind of... We go down rabbit holes of uh, comic collecting and... We, been collecting a lot of like Justice League International and uh and like a lot of Legion that he had done as well. So it's just sort of you know feeling more like, hey, we we should prioritize digging into that and reading the whole thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's very it's very sad, obviously. I mean it can't even begin yeah. to go through the influence, but uh, go through his influence obviously, but uh, the huge outpouring of love obviously in the comics community. He was well loved, well respected by everybody. Uh he went out with a joke. Which was uh, pretty good. He just posted on his Facebook, or he had his uh, his family post for him. I think like requested it. He just said, uh, "I told them I was sick. Anything not to go to New York Comic Con. Thanks, Keith Giffen, uh, nineteen fifty two to twenty twenty three. Bwa ha 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 Because of course, <laughs> really. I mean, yeah, yeah. Going out with that laugh as, is as, uh, the yeah, most Keith, Keith Giffen thing I can humor. imagine. Yeah. And if there were time did... for that to happen, like. It's kind of nice that it it did happen, you know, right as as a big Comic Con was happening, so that yeah, you know, people who who knew him could could be close together at that time, and you know, yeah, share some stories, sort of commiserate, yeah, exactly, you. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I did see a number of them that like they're commenting when I when that first day, and I can't remember who it was, but one of them was a good friend of his, just saying he was a curmudgeon. And he knew it, but he was like our lovable curmudgeon. He mm-hmm. was—he could be a cranky, mm-hmm. uh, hard to deal with dude, but at the same time, he was such a genius and such a lovable guy on the other side of it. So it was—it was interesting to see some of those stories, kind of. From that. Yeah, and and you know, you hear as well, like for all his for all that uh, reputation of being a curmudgeon, he by all accounts was like super kind and like friendly and supportive to all sorts of creators and even like new folks were just like i couldn't believe how he was talking to me like you know we're just co-workers basically when he's like done all this and i'm a nobody and yeah you know 
So that's, uh, it's, it's wonderful. Okay. Cheers. Cheers, indeed. To Keith. So, not, not to, you know, minimize that or, or anything, but what else is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like uh, he'd appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so Daredevil, Born Again, uh, which was already filming before the strike happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like a filming it's a bunch. been announced. Yeah. Quite a bit. I think there was like at least I don't know how many episodes exactly. I guess uh, during that time, uh, you know, Marvel Studios producers, executives, whatever, looked at the footage so far, uh, and then decided uh, once everything was uh, settled with the strike, I guess, to fire all the writers and directors, <laughs> and basically, you know, kind of take it ba- ba- back to formula. You know, uh, do your Willem yeah. Dafoe voice right here. Back to formula. I'm a bit of a scientist myself. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. So, I guess they're probably using whatever shot material they can still use, but they might be kind of completely redoing it. And I also... would assume they're they're gonna redo. Well, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna save his his magical girl transformation sequence. They'll use that in every episode when he yes. spins around <laughs> and gets into his daredevil costume. <laughs> It's like three entire minutes long, so it's kind of fillery. But uh, yeah. you're gonna, you're not gonna fast forward. You're gonna watch every second of it every time. Find his tattoo. Yeah, so that's what they're uh, they're doing. I guess uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio responded to it online, basically right. being like, I, like he basically saying like, I've never been involved in like any project that didn't have this to some capacity or another. Like everybody just wants to make the best show. So I mean, if if that's what happens, then great. You know what I mean? That's it. Seemed yeah. like he was yeah. pretty pretty supportive of that move and just sort of, you know, minimized it being, like, such a big deal. Because, I mean, again, like, a lot of times, you get headlines for everything now. But, allegedly, these aren't confirmed by any stretch, and it probably never will be. But, allegedly, some of the aspects they didn't like were uh, the show was mostly, like, a legal drama, and he he wasn't being Daredevil at the beginning, and then he, uh, you know, I think he didn't suit up as Daredevil until the fourth episode. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I mean, like, half of half of the Netflix show, he wasn't wearing the Daredevil costume, so, I mean, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like that's un- uncut, you that know. But that being, a, like, a, a, yeah. an origin one, that yeah, makes more exactly. sense. But that now we're like, uh, we all know who he is, let's start into it. I heard uh, they also just hated the fact that they were using the law and order. Dun dun. Constantly. It's yeah. I don't know Disney does Disney own that if they don't own that they they better watch themselves. They it's just probably went universal. By it anyway. Ooh, well soon enough. Yeah, and apparently another thing that was not so much liked is that Foggy and Karen uh were apparently killed off off-screen before the show starts. Apparently oh, like so from what I again, I don't know. This could be a complete a complete nonsense lie. It could be completely made up. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. And that would be like why he quit being Daredevil, and then he had to get back in the saddle. But I'm like, he had to be born again. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Here's an idea. Don't don't do that. For the love of God, if you're gonna kill somebody, I mean, like doing it off screen before the show happens is stupid. That's a terrible but idea. But it's tricky. It's like, what do you do if the those actors aren't available yeah. or don't want to come back? We'll recast like, them. Like, they, they, yeah, well, recasting, yeah. Like, it's... They've those done it oh, look at that. Brian, so... answered, Brian answered the question. <laughs> yeah. Those two were so key to that, to the, the success of that Netflix show. 
Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And the cast was terrific. Like Deborah and Wool as Karen and uh, Eldon. Yeah. Uh, what's his? I forget his last name, but the guy, the guy who played, you know, Foggy. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh. They're perfect in those roles. I mean, that would be. Oh. And I thought I read something that that she had. Um. She she seemed like she'd be very interested very interested in coming back. I based on what I had read previously, she said she hadn't really heard anything and she was hopeful. So it would be yeah. weird to not bring them back if they want to come back. I don't know. It just seems like a waste. I had yeah. also heard that uh, that they wanted it to see they were they were trying to to marry uh, the Marvel formula with with traditional television formula. Which did that mean more episodic? In that it's you know you can watch one episode you don't have to watch it all or like what mm. what does that even mean and I don't, I don't know what were they know. doing what were they doing before the before it was more like you know these were kind of mini series that were kind of their own you know what well I mean? but this I, so this one's what twenty four episodes so you can't you really can't do that yeah I, mean, can, I think last like, I you're gonna lose I a heard lot that of people. they were gonna it was gonna be split there was a certain amount of episodes apparently they're gonna be split into two seasons so they wouldn't be as long which good. Because I don't want like a gigantic long season. I think that those are yeah. Duh. That never goes well. You end up like forcing so much into it, and it's like just you could have just done this in half the episodes. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because we wanted to spend more money, also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. We we don't know what's uh. It's still we probably, don't know yeah, Hopefully on track. We don't know anything. So, but everyone they just involved. Have the, the, the Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin musical episode. And yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would he's be a, fun. He's a surprisingly great salsa dancer. Mm. He is. And he makes <laughs> a surprisingly great salsa. Exactly. Mm. I believe it. he dances it. in the salsa. Yep. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, next up, uh, there's a new comic company in town. That's right. Ooh. Uh, in a sense. Marvel. Yes, yes. Oh. No one's getting sued at all. Dick. Ha uh... <laughs> It's a company called Ghost Machine, uh, mm-hmm. and so they're like it's they're a company, but they're they're published through Image, or they're going to be published through Image, or are already. It's I think it's sort of forming around. Um, They've done this before, haven't they? Yeah, maybe. I mean, everyone's done this familiar. before to some degree. Well, that would be like how Top Cow was put through Image, like it was a separate yeah. studio. Yes, company. exactly. So it's uh, Jeff Johns, I guess, and Gary Frank made. Uh, uh, Geiger, it's called. It was a, it's a, you know, creator-owned thing that apparently already already been optioned uh, by Paramount Television. Of course, everything gets optioned immediately now. That's the whole. It's point. just of the course, story of, of H.R. Geiger. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, and He's it's like, this is sort of growing draw, around. I want that. to draw dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the professionally? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the people involved in this, uh, again, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, obviously, Brian Hitch, uh, Jason Fabok, uh, Peter or Fabok, I don't know, Peter J. Tomasi, Francis Manipal, uh, Maytel Zekat, I think you pronounce, I don't know, sorry if I missed that up, uh, Lamont McGee and Brad Meltzer are all involved as well. So there's a lot of mm. kind of big names in there. From Those what are some I, big names, yeah. From what I had read, uh, they're all, you know, whatever their current contracts are up, they're going to be doing this exclusively so that's a lot of talent being plucked out of mostly dc it seems but i mean they both they've all kind of worked for both so yeah and uh yeah and apparently they're all going to jointly own operate and profit in this company so it's you know they're 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 doing an image or whatever an image with image nothing could possibly go wrong yeah exactly (laughs) 
I mean, I, you know, hey, wish him all. The and best. that's when the Law and Order thing comes in. Da da. Exactly. So yeah, Ghost Machine. It's called, and I guess they're all gonna have their own um, things spinning out of that. It started with Geiger. Uh, First Ghost is one called, I believe. Isn't there a thing called Geiger? Isn't that like a '90s? Maybe. No, that's Giver. Oh, Giver, Giver, right? Oh, Giver. Yeah, forgot about that. Not me. So yeah, so basically the whole point is that they're trying to get out from under the Marvel DC thing and uh, have their own ownership of what they're doing. I mean, this is this is crazy idea, and it'll never work thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, this is uh, the eternal. This is the eternal battle, really. This is the never-ending. You know battle what? It's interesting creators. just to see how many new little companies are popping up right yeah. now. Like, I don't think I've ever seen this many, even even during the original image splurge. Like, yeah. It, it just it spawned a bunch of other, pardon the pun. It did uh, a bunch of other companies, but at the same time, not like this. Like no. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, like a whole new generation, pardon the pun, yeah. 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even think back to like the black and white. Something, something, Witchblade. <laughs> <laughs> Something's so good. Oh, I love you. Anyone who's got a big enough uh, cache, uh, cash, basically, in the uh, you know industry yep. seems to just be like, all right, I'm starting up my own, too. Like you know, it's yep. uh, it's interesting. Well, like doing Substack stuff, and then oh yeah, like even even other companies like Ahoy doing that the horror sort of stuff, and right. other things like they're not just doing horror, but uh, that uh, think of the whole Conan thing that went to Titan Comics. Yeah. So now they've got that line, and there's stuff yeah. that's gonna I'm sure gonna come out of that. Um, and just like you go to the comic shop, I'm like, holy crap! Like there's a lot of different choice now, and it's like hmm. yeah. Why haven't I sent my pencils in to all these companies? It's you know how like every there's like there's so many companies. Str- yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's like so many streaming services now, you know, and all the shows are all over yeah. the place. It's like that, except you can just freaking go buy an issue, so it's not yep. a big pain. This is fine. Yep. I like this it. This is fine. <laughs> and lastly, uh, last piece of news, uh, and this is also the part where Merc can just have a little nap if he wants to, because uh, uh, okay. Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball uh, is is it's about coming back. Prison Yu-Gi-Oh. No. Prison Yu-Gi-Oh is coming back. It's back, too. and they're cute. <laughs> and they're cute. Yes. So it's a new series, like an anime series, coming fall twenty twenty four. Akira Toriyama, who is obviously the creator of Dragon Ball, is is developing it. Like he's you know doing the story, the uh, character. Yeah, designs, he's way more everything. involved than he's been in other stuff over the past what thirty years, twenty years. Yeah. Like, he has moments, I think he's more been involved in, like, the movies. Yes. Probably because it's, like, a f- one project and not, like, you know, I have to consume my entire life. Do this for the next 15 years, show. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it's kind of cool that he's doing that. So, there's a trailer release showing footage. Uh, kind of has, like, looks like mysterious enemies in this weird kind of red world. And they're looking at footage, basically, of uh, the, like, the Boo and Bobbity conflict in Z. Yeah. Uh, you see, like, Shenlong, uh, Shenron granting a wish and then that's the dragon everybody become <laughs> as Merck just leads back and is yeah. like i have no idea what you pull the blanket up <laughs> yeah good night guys yeah. uh and then you see like pretty much the entire cast of dragon ball like all of our friends turned into little kids they're all kids now and yep. uh <laughs> but it's kind of weird because we've already seen basically all of these people as children but now yeah. they're 
different looking children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. I don't know. Maybe it's it's it, there might be a specific reason, who knows. There isn't. There isn't. It's just styles change over time. That's true, yeah. Uh yes, exactly. Um and I guess they have to like travel it says they have to travel to a new world uh or like some of them do anyway. It looks like it might literally be um what do you call it? Like uh, Goku and uh like the Kaushin. Uh, the Kai. What do you call it? Yeah, the Kaioshin. Yeah, Kaioshin, yeah. It's okay, I'm a weeb too. It's fine. Um, yeah, which is like very, this is like, this is the GT reboot then, I suppose, in some regards. Yes. <laughs> and that's yeah, the thing, though, it, is like, you know, bring, bringing Broly in in the movies and stuff too, where they're sort of like, okay, we're going to take stuff that was like non-canon or whatever spin-off material, and we're just going to like take elements of that and do it but this is how i'm gonna do it that's that's canon it's almost like what what they've done with star wars where all this stuff that was legends yeah you know it it, it wasn't canon anymore and then they slowly pick from it and they're like we're gonna use a bit of this we're gonna change it but we're not gonna change it that much yeah exactly i mean i'm very okay with that i mean you know um so your fan fiction may come true could anytime now it could happen it's a dragon Mm -hmm. ball af anytime (laughs) As fuck. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's speculation saying, like, I don't know if this is based on anything, that it takes place between, like, the Boo Saga and Super. Like, it's not there. Who knows? But I don't... People are making assumptions. Really? I think... Yes. That's right. I know. Because wow. Beerus and Whis aren't there, and you don't see Pan there. But at the same time, you see even the kids... Looks like they've been de-aged to babies. So, like, adults become kids, and kids get de-aged to babies... So I think, really, we don't know anything. This could be after Super. It could be anyway. It's all of them just having illicit affairs, and they're actually yeah. the children. Oh, yes. The offspring. The bastards oh. of these illicit affairs. It's uh, back in. Solved. It's uh, Dragon Ball illegitimate. That's what Daima actually translates to. It's uh, illegitimate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball bastards. So that's coming. It's, uh, I uh, you know. Stay tuned for more updates on this. Yes, uh, <laughs> Merck will learn everything uh, about this, whether he wants to or not. We'll wait. We'll wait till you're sick. Already sometime. forgotten it. We'll wait till you're yeah, sick. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I've got for news. I think that's the news. That is the news. Hungry bright news hippo. Yeah. Also, don't check the real news because you're going to find out that you've wasted twenty minutes. Uh. There's much more serious things happening. That's true. But uh, thank you for joining us for the news. Uh, news comes out uh, not every Monday, but uh, some Mondays. Uh, but join us uh, every Wednesday. So in two days' time from when this came out, we have our regular episodes drop on Wednesdays. Join us then. Until then, I am Kyle. I'm Bri. I am Merck. And we're done. Tell the truth.